0: You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the Independent Electrical Contractors.
1: Welcome to the third season of the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for today, Spencer Vilwock. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. And after 11 years with IEC, this will be my last podcast with the association. However, never fear as you're in great hands with the leadership that is stepping up to this role for the National Federation. And we'll be talking with her today as our featured guest is Ray Sean Crosson. She has been the COO of IEC National over the last number of years and newly appointed Interim Executive Vice President and CEO of IEC National. Looking forward to sharing this conversation with this true leader with all of you today. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please join me in welcoming Rayshawn Crosson to The Electrical Current. Hey, Rayshawn, how are you?
0: Hey Spencer, thank you for having me. This is so exciting to be a part of the podcast.
1: Uh, it's so cool. It's so cool, and and uh, thank you for taking your time to to um, talk with me and to cheer share. Um some of uh, some of your insights and, and some of your background um, with all of our great IEC members out there. Um, I'd love to first start with a uh, little bit about um, you know looking back uh, and helping to lead us up to where we're at now. Could you tell us a, a little bit about uh, kind of your, your career path and uh, help to lead us where you're at at IEC today?
0: Sure. Um, so just to give a little bit of information about myself, I'm a native Washingtonian. Uh, mother of two and I'm still within the area but let's just dive into the career so um, I would say I've been in the educational realm from cradle to career for about 15 years starting in DC government um, really focusing on early childhood education running um, the general operations for the school system mm-hmm. both for both private and charter right. um, I did do a series of um, operational supports from special education to um, student transportation services. Mm-hmm. But I will say that um, during my time there, I had an emphasis on change management and adaptation, and some of my past colleagues would call me the fixer. Um, (laughs) I think I fixed enough while I was there, and I began to get bored, but I also realized during that time period that there was a missing link, which led me to start my own company, Mm Strategy Six Solutions, um, which really helped those nonprofits and community based organizations find opportunities within government to support their companies to help them grow and thrive. Awesome. I think I fixed enough with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually still uh, maintain uh, my LLC and I do some work um, outside of the area. Um, but I think I, I fixed enough. And then I said, you know what? What do I want to do next? I had a rising freshman in high school, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about career options for him and yep. just post-secondary. And said, you know what? Let me think about going into the trades, mm-hmm. learning a little bit about the value mm-hmm. and what opportunities were out there. And IEC came up. It looked like an opportunity to fix a couple of things, mm-hmm. um, and I landed the role as a COO. And for the past three years, I've been working on implement implementing the strategies that we put in place for the organization. Yep. So that kind of sums it up, Um, so I'm still fixing
1: awesome awesome yeah and and well you've 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 uh, you've benefited us uh, along uh, your pathway with IEC uh, tremendously um and and you know working working with you uh you know uh, hand in hand is is has been uh, one of the greatest um greatest opportunities that, that I've had the privilege to be able to then uh be within my own uh, professional career and it's gone to to benefit you know the thousands of of contractors out there um our our vast uh, chapter network and and all of our students that are out there too, like like you know, as, as people are looking towards their their future and their careers, you've you've helped us uh, from a programmatic standpoint as well as in a messaging and and um, outreach standpoint to be able to double uh, the number of apprentices that we've had uh, in our our apprenticeship program uh, over the last uh, handful of years. So. So um, no no uh, it's it's been uh, it's been absolutely wonderful um to be able to see that and have you bring your talents to it from um, your passions and that passion driven and, and purpose driven work that that uh, you've you've uh, dedicated yourself to in, in your life so that that's great that's great um, and let's let's take a look a little bit um, ahead now too as as you're thinking specifically around IEC members and the landscape um, as we're, you know, we're going to be coming out of this, uh, this COVID pandemic um, here uh, in the time ahead. Um, what do you see are some of the, the biggest challenges that are facing IEC members in the next few years? And, and how can an organization like IEC help them to succeed through it?
0: Sure. So I wouldn't look at them as Challenges per se, mm, I think mm-hmm. um, challenges brings a negative undertone, and a fixer in me like yes. to keep it positive, <laughs> and so I think there is a lot of opportunities um, for our IEC members in the next couple of years. Um, one with growth in their professional development. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, IEC has come out with a a ton of new educational products from our fire alarm course. We're working on a new limited injury and low voltage Mm
2: -hmm. um,
0: program. And I think that would be beneficial to our um, members. And then from the safety perspective, every other week, our safety committee is um, driving out new content. The new um, job site safety handbook was just released. So there's tons of new product that we're pushing out and have done in a the last 12 months, but we've also been going through a new rebranding, remessaging effort. Mm. I think with the launch of our new website, um, it actually launched on April the 1st. Mm-hmm. This will be the first step in giving our members more tools and resources to do their jobs more effectively and really increasing their bottom line.
1: That's terrific. So I
0: think that's a huge opportunity. And I think on the flip side, by way of this new awareness and then launch of the new website, we're going to start to, garner more attention from the next generation. Yeah. So with that, we're going to begin to recruit more individuals into the field, more individuals into our four-year apprenticeship program, and essentially pair it with our contractor members to really increase their bottom line to get more skilled trade to to take on some of those larger contracts. So I think that Growth is the biggest opportunity that we can impact mm-hmm. for our members mm-hmm. over the next couple of years.
1: That's great. That's great. Yep. Yep. And and yeah, I think I think you're right. And I think, you know, a lot of what I hear you saying and, and describing is, is some of the some of the diversification of the value proposition that that IEC provides the industry and, and kind of getting into um, you know, not not just uh, yeah our, our uh, world class apprenticeship program and IEC being famous for that over the last six decades, but but getting into being becoming more indispensable throughout the the spectrum and the needs of our contractors is is what I hear you talking about of, of the different educational programs and the different values for for um, you know the the really wide spectrum of different roles within. Mm-hmm. The industry and within the contracting companies, meeting them where they're at and, and yeah. helping to provide them with those those uh, pathways up. That's that's awesome. It's it's really exciting. It's very exciting.
0: Yep. I'm truly excited.
1: Cool, cool. Well, well, thank you for for sharing that piece too. And and um, I want to talk a little bit about um, you know that our our federation structure and um, you know, and that. Uh, that, that IEC has, and and a little bit about our, our volunteers. Um, you know, we're a member-driven association um, with that federation structure of having um, you know chapters that are out there that are independent and that are uh, managed um, with their their own sovereign uh, um, governance um, and their own sovereign identities out there, but yet part of of uh, this national federation of uh, united folks um, that are coming together for that common purpose of uh, merit shop. And we work with volunteers um, from our membership and our chapters that that really step up to provide insights yeah. and expertise um, of this association, moving things forward. Um, can you tell folks that might not be too familiar a little bit about um you know, how our committee structure works. And, and also, I mean, you, you've had a critical role in, in managing a number of our different volunteer leaders and different committees, um, during, during the last few years as well. So just, yeah, talk a little bit about, uh, some of our volunteer, um, management and, and some of our, um, yeah, committee structure, if you could.
0: Sure. So the key word is experts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I will say that, um, a lot of my fellow association management, um, Colleagues will say, how do you do it? Yeah. Um, but I actually Rayshan, love it because... I
1: say, how do you do it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually love it because these are the experts. Mm-hmm. Um, Any one leader can't be an expert. And so yep. these are all the resources to make IEC great. Yep. And I think for yeah. me, um, you just kind of take a step back and listen yep. to who is on the ground and who knows what our members need. Yep. Now, the one thing I will say that every product that we develop, every meeting that we put on, it comes from the heart of the contractors that we serve. Yes. They know what they want. They know what we need. And it's my job just to get it done. Yep. And so they make my job very easy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so our um, association has a national board of directors that feeds down into 12 different committees. Mm-hmm. Um, those committees range anywhere from safety to our industry recognition committee, apprenticeship and training, and they all guide the work that is developed um, to support our four pillars, mm-hmm. educate, advocate, recognize and grow from those pillars. These advisory Um, committees then make recommendations on short and long-term goals to help advance us forward. And so our national board is responsible for essentially approving and you know blessing it. And then it's my job to go out and implement. Um, And I will say our volunteers are very hands-on. They really care about our industry um, and making it as easy and simplistic and providing the right resources for our members. And so all I need to do is just implement. And so. I don't get why my association colleagues think it's so difficult um, because (laughs) all the answers are right there. And so I'm excited um, to support this group. And so what I've been doing, I guess over the last 18 months or so, Mm -hmm. um, we've committed an accountability structure by way of creating SMART goals um, to ensure that they are measurable goals that have real timelines, real metrics, and real metrics for success. Mm -hmm. And so, I've been doing that over the last, um, I guess, two years yeah. on a quarterly basis. Really holding our national staff of, accountable for the goals that we put in place, and really op- identifying opportunities, not challenges, for us to continue to grow.
1: Yep, I love it. I love it. Yep, yep. Um, and I, I think, uh, I think you're right. And I think some of the, and my comment too on, on um, you know, the my interjection comment of, of uh, you know, how do you do what you do? I guess was more related to the. You've got a a, a tremendous skill set, Rishon, in which then it it spans. You're you're able to handle and manage so many different things at one time. It's it's something that I deeply admire about your ability to be able to pivot quickly between different critical subjects, and and to you know to manage such a large organization like IEC. Um, and so that that's that's where my comment was was kind of couched was in how do you do what you do. Um, on that volunteer side, but I, and I would, I would say that, um, this is my conjecture and thought is, is that to your comment around, um, the, that colleagues in the association world that say, you know, why, you know, how do you do what you do, but, but more based in the management of volunteers is is that it goes back to to our um, servant leadership philosophy and it goes yeah. back to um, the 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 that that fundamental that I think that you know, why you and I've made a good team and we'll talk about that here in a little bit too um, is that yeah that it is a member driven organization and, and we don't that's not just lip service is yeah. what I hear you saying is that 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 we listen attentively to our experts and by virtue of the conversation of needs as well as trends um, that are that are being discussed from our experts in the variety of of different twelve different you know conduits uh, slight pun intended I had to throw an electrical piece um, but but uh, you know with twelve different um, um, subject areas within our, our committee structure then you have those experts that are there and you spend time, you Sean Carson spend time with each one of them to be able to then listen and learn and guide. Um, and, and that the association has a role in partnership and in providing solutions and providing opportunities. And and that's where a lot of our growth has come from is uh, yeah. your, your thought process and your engagement with our, our members and allowing it to continue to um, thrive being member led that that some of some of our colleagues in the association world um <laughs> is have a different approach to it I guess you know yeah. that that they look at it more of a um a staff driven um uh perspective and and um that that is not uh that is not the IEC way yeah that's not the way yeah 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 well, cool. Um, and, and I, again, yeah, I'm, I'm just in awe of, of, the, uh, the, the, not only the, the breadth of what you're able to take on, but also cadence. Um, it's, it's been a great partnership. Um. In so many different ways. Uh, could could you also share a little bit about, and I, I mentioned to, um, you know, how we've been working to diversify our association um, in in uh, some of our offerings and, and working to then, you know, better ourselves in the industry and, and uh, evolve as an organization um, to help uh, to meet the needs of, um, of uh, our, our members in, in In so many different ways um emerging leaders you know committee for example um has the emerging leaders program that's recently launched and you've you've uh, had a heavy hand in working with um and um you know it's it's working on providing that inclusion and value add to a large section of the industry which was underrepresented from i e c we were we were doing that a great job at at having the uh you know the first part of people's careers as they were entering into uh, the the trade with our apprenticeship program and then um, we were working to then um, have engagement opportunities uh, when you reached senior more senior level um, within companies, member companies. But that big section in the middle of, of kind of that pathway is, is what I'm, I heard you talking about within the, the diversification of some of the offerings and programs, and emerging leaders is just one. Um, but but I think similarly, the association has also been providing more content on, on diversity, equity, inclusion for our members um, and within the national network to understand some of the critical issues that we're all dealing with in businesses and society as we're working to all advance. Um, I'm curious if you could share um, your perspective on, on what you've seen in the last few years, as well as then this this exciting emerging leaders thing that's that's launching now in that program, um, and some of the DE and I education sessions um, that that we've uh, hosted in in, in recent uh, recent months and and currently. You know what what are uh, some exciting you know areas that you see within that growth? Could you share a little bit more um, with with us on that, please?
0: Sure. I'm so excited you brought up the Emerging Leader Program. I actually just kicked off their virtual orientation today, which I'm so excited about. First cohort group. Yeah, First cohort group. It was, um, you know, 18 months in the making. Um, But, you know, two or three years ago, we began to really have conversation about um, our aging leadership. Mm -hmm. Um, So those, you know, owners of those companies or begin to matriculate out and, you know, leave their companies to their sons and daughters Mm -hmm. um, Mm. um, and those individuals who may not necessarily have those leadership abilities. So we wanted to create a program program in twofold. One for the next generation of individuals who are matriculating to that level and then for that next generation that's just thrown into the, jo- the job. Right. And so we wanted to really create a well-rounded program that actually provided um, resources to kind of help build the capacity to, to make that person have a well-rounded um, leadership development experience. Yes. And so we played around with a couple of different formats and frameworks, and we did a, a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've actually shortened our program to six months. So mm-hmm. it's not a traditional 12 or 18 months. Um, but we really consolidated in a in a way to really identify what are those skills that are necessary for you to be effective in this role. Right. And not necessarily as a number one at a contracting company, but it could be a training director at a a chapter. It could be, uh, it's, it's really that number two, number one spot. Right. And so we really figured out what those key components are, and we helped to create and design a program, and it is launching May 2nd May in person yeah. in Cincinnati, Ohio.
2: That's
0: awesome. Um, so I'm really excited about that. This year um, we had um, a number of applicants. Um, we rounded out to eight amazing individuals from across the U.S. who will come together and, and be our inaugural cohort. So I'm really excited about that piece. As it pertains to diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, this is something that you and I have had um, a passion for for a very long time and just didn't know how to jumpstart it in a way where folks would um, accept and receive it. Mm-hmm. And so we, we yeah. played around with a couple of different approaches. And I think, um, you know, we're taking a progressive approach where we're providing some supports that are gonna lead into more supports, And so right now we have a commitment every quarter, we're gonna increase the amount of resources, whether it's collateral or research um, or trainings um, by way of a webinar to our members, and then ensure that there is actual tangible content that we can deliver at each one of our national meetings. And so that's a firm commitment. Um, um, Members have received it well but also it's gearing up for them to be able to recruit and retain diverse workforce. Yes. And so they're beginning to understand the importance of under, you know, of, Knowing how to manage a diverse workforce.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it it, it. it. You're. You're so right. And. And I think that. Yeah, the commitment that we're seeing from. From. Uh, you know, leadership within the association and some of our committees really embracing. Um, this. This. Uh, this is an opportunity um, to. To use your great words. Um, to. To be able to then um, benefit from in, in so many different ways, but it. It, it affects bottom line too that that um in and, and and will affect our businesses um and it's 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 just beneficial across the board um to be able to then uh, for the association to to take um a leadership role and 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 share um and be a part of the dialogue that that um is, is critical in in helping us to understand and helping us to become um, more empathetic as leaders yeah um and and, and to open up our aperture Um, to look um, at ourselves uh, in in different ways and um, and to, to open up to, to new ideas, new possibilities, and, and to respect one another in, in, in so many different ways as well. So it's, it's, it's exciting to see the pathway um, that IEC see, I see is, is uh, um, carving out and the commitments that are being made along that course, uh, as well as then you know, just the, the feedback from our members uh, has been tremendous, right. um, how they've, they've been uh, hungry you know, for for this content to be able to really understand and, and our partners as well, you know, that, that there's yeah. been a lot of partner support um, that and a lot of expertise that they bring into it from, you know, some of our Platinum Partners uh, Milwaukee yep. Tool comes to mind, and uh, you know United yeah, Rentals Ideal. and Ideal yep. and others. Yeah, that that yeah. that that you know, we're all working on this together uh, during this period of time to to be able to help one another be successful along our paths uh, and along our businesses. So it, and and, it, and we continue to be committed to it. It's not going to be, it's not a sprint. It's not going to be done. You know, with with uh, one webinar. Um, it, it's it's a marathon to be able it's to a marathon. Help, um, help us all evolve. Yeah. It's it's like every Everything it's, else in life it's
0: it's a it's yeah. truly a way of living um at this point and it's yeah. the power of our partners
2: mm-hmm. and
0: i say it, it's the power of partnership our partners have been amazing yeah. in um supporting our members in all um, realms of just managing their companies and this yes. is just one example um this isn't in a partnership agreement this is just something in a quality resource that needs to be provided to our members and so um I just want to thank them all um who have um provided us with this rich content um over the last year and a half around diversity equity, and inclusion
1: that's excellent that's excellent well, you know, I appreciate you sharing that and yeah you know, a huge hat tip to to all the partners of i e c we um, we, we cannot do any of this, uh, without them. Um, and yeah. and, it, and it's great that it's going to continue along that pathway. And, and I, as I mentioned, Rishon, I mean, you and I work very, really well together and our styles have been very similar and we've complemented each other's skill sets. And you've, uh, you've provided me with so many insights on my own blind spots, um, and, and had my back and vice versa. I had your back and, and it's been such a great partnership, and I know IEC is going to continue to be in great hands as you you do espouse that servant leadership, your mission and purpose driven, like we talked about, and um, you're always looking in the best interest of IEC. Um, I, I'm curious if you can share, too, uh, a little bit about, um, you know, a glimpse that that you see um, further on down the road, too, on, on kind of your vision. How do you see IEC continuing of, to evolve further to, uh, you know, serve members, students, and chapters? As, uh, as we move forward into a, a healed world after um, COVID is, is fully under control and, and well in the rearview mirror.
0: I think, you know, um, COVID kind of threw a monkey wrench in things because it took mm. us a long time to adapt to the new normal. But yeah. I think we're at a place now where it's, you know, upward mobility and it's just time to thrive. I think from IEC's perspective, um, we have tons of resources um, and key people available to support our members. Yes, But we haven't had a chance to really aggressively go out and outreach to our members to let them know we're here. We have this for you. We can help you do that. So I think over the next couple of years, I think the focus should be bringing awareness to what member benefits are out there mm. and really penetrating the market. Yep. There are huge markets, especially with the change in administration, where there are non-IEC um, contractors who really need our help. Yes. And so branding that awareness of what we have to offer, I think we're going to see tremendous growth in the next two years. Yep. Um, and not necessarily just with our existing members, but new members coming in. We actually just had a membership campaign in March, and that was part of our new rebranding effort. Mm -hmm. Um, We almost seen at least 11% in growth just in one month with our chapters banding together with our new messaging. Yep. Yeah. So just imagine what will happen now as we're doing the same pitch every single month. Right. And so I'm excited to see the growth opportunities and just sharing all of the great content resources and support that we have out there. Yep. Um, yeah. all of the systems that our partners have put in place um, to to better support our members without actually seeing them in person. It's amazing the innovation that has come out of COVID. It has really forced us to think about how we work and communicate with others differently. And I think yeah. over the next couple of years, we're going to think smarter and not harder. Yeah. And I think that's what IEC is going to help our members do is really thinking about how to utilize innovative ways to, um, you know, to have amazing programs, mm-hmm. as well as you know, to just think smarter.
1: Yep, yep, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hear you saying a lot there that that um, it, it definitely resonates, and I think, yeah, we, it. COVID forced about. Somewhere between eight to ten years worth of evolution. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know that that we weren't sure. Let's let's be real. We weren't sure about. Let's
0: talk about work babe. from home.
1: We weren't <laughs> sure about. Yeah, like we weren't sure about a lot of different practices that so yeah. we're kind of. We were seeing some of the IT world doing, and we were seeing some of the way that we communicate and how we get the magic done that we get done. And I think it's it's. um it's an opportunity like we needed to, out of necessity, we needed to pivot. 2020 was the year of pivot. It continues to then be, but it's also now a way of life that that disruption and market disruption was a novel term up until COVID. It's been a way of life and success. And and the only way to be able to continue to go forward is was disruption um, in our lives. So I think that you haven't heard anybody say disruption in a while, except for me no. right then. Um, <laughs>
0: that was your favorite word, right? That idea. was, that was, <laughs> that was
1: exactly. And and I think that you're right, Rayshawn. That that um that yeah, you know, it's 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 the breadth of different programs that that are there, and the different values that we're working to provide, the different pathways in which then to access that information: in person, uh, hybrid, online. On demand, etc., to be able to meet our members where they're at, right. um, And 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 learn from them, engage them in the right ways, and and put all these pieces of the puzzle together so that the association can be um, in the the empowerment tool that it's meant to be, um, to yeah. be able to help um, people as individuals to succeed within their career path and collectively within the companies that they represent. That those companies become more potent in their marketplaces throughout the country and be the best that we can because we believe in meritocracy and we believe in merit shop and we believe in people being in control of their destiny. And, and, um, yeah, I I love the vision that you created there of, of the look ahead and, and what it's going to be. And, um, dang it if I don't feel a little regretful that I'm not going to be around to see it. Um, but, but I'll always, uh, be looking and and always have a, a strong place in my heart, mind and soul for IEC and know that, uh, that it's, it's going to continue on in the right ways.
2: So.
0: I mean, you have, yeah. you have definitely left, um, a solid foundation and you are truly always going to be my partner in crime. But I think it's, you know, the strength of our volunteers, mm-hmm. um, the strength of empowerment that you have given us over the last couple of years um, that have really made us the, you know, a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, I can only see amazing things that will happen for IEC. And, you know, I want to wish you well um, from everyone at IEC. We know you're going to do amazing things, but you'll always be a part of the Mm. Merit Shop family. Um, And so just know that you always have a place to come back to. Maybe not as a CEO, but I'll let you you sit in the wing. All good, all good. I I
1: appreciate that. That means a lot. I think I think you're right, and I think you know my my if if my 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 work at IEC was has been a privilege because it was uh, it it's always been um, you know a member driven organization and it's always been led that way and 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 if if. If there's one thing that I'm very proud of is it's it's helping to remind each other that we're all in this thing together. That that um, when I walked into the organization, um, we had a motto of I M I E C, helping to tell the stories yeah. of the individuals, and and um, myself and others, you know, started to kind of. You know, look at it more of as a wait a minute, we are IEC. That it's exactly. it's the individuals and the stories and we need to honor that and we need to tell that and we need to celebrate that, but but it's it's the potency and the power of us coming together to work on those common goals is is how we move mountains. You know, that yeah. everybody grabs a shovel and we start digging and all of a sudden we're we're you Know moving those rocky mountains to where we need to. And
0: you see how the quick shift in the terminology, the I to we, yeah, just took a force where everyone just changed their way of right. operating. Right, and I think that's important over the next couple of years is actually just changing the narrative, correct? Um, where it's, it's no sole person, it's not just national staff, it's not just our volunteer leaders that serve on committee, correct? But it's each and every contractor member within this associate. Asian coming together because yep. we are IEC.
1: Correct. 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 Because yeah, because we what binds us together is our belief in the mission, belief in the purpose of of serving Merit Shop and and that we can squabble at times about, you know, different issues of the day or or different ways of doing things. That's healthy dialogue and healthy squabble and that's what helps us to direct us in the right ways. But but yeah, in our heart of hearts, we're all a part of the same purpose and the same mission focused work and uh right so yeah so yeah it's it's going on it's going to be doing great things and and um yeah and and i'll always be i'll always be here for for everybody within the IEC family and and i want to thank you for the kind words too rayshawn appreciate that very much
0: and thank you for for everything that you have given to iec um you are truly going to be missed
1: oh thank you thank you thank you um any any additional insights or wisdom that you'd like to share with our listeners today before we wrap up
0: Sure I'll just yeah. capitalize on my you know statement that I share with you know the, the staff members here at Iec but mm-hmm. to never take um, or never look at your challenges as a negative mm-hmm. but embrace the bumps in the road as opportunities for growth yep. and so I just want to say you know sky is the limit there is endless opportunities it may look like a daunting task. But we, as a family within IEC, tap on your colleague, tap on your um, fellow member. We're all here to help each other. And so sky's the limit, not just for one contractor, but for us all, because we are IEC.
1: Love it. I love it. Rashaan, thank you so much for taking time to share your your story, your insights, um, your passions, and your leadership um, with me and with all of us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to also thank all of our listeners out there. It's been a sincere pleasure. um, And I'd like to invite you to check us out over at IECI.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, you can also jump over to MyElectricCareer.com. That's MyElectricCareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams. And a huge thank you to our great partners at Sonapar for underwriting this podcast and helping to make this possible. Sonapar is an independent, family-owned company with global market leadership in B2B distribution of electrical products, solutions, and related services. You can check them out at sonapar.com. We'll see you next time here at the IEC podcast, The Electrical Current.